Hello, I'm Simone and welcome to Fly High, a podcast that helps you to live your life to the fullest and that shows you that you are the creator of your own life. In this episode, I am trying something new um, because I figured that I often have very beautiful conversations with my friends and yeah I have very beautiful and wise friends um, and I want to share that wisdom with you and I'm starting with that today so it's not really like an interview it's more like a conversation and we're talking about a specific topic and it's very raw it's very real We are laughing a lot and it's kind of like what we are usually talking about. So I'm starting with my friend Bianca. I was She's from Australia, from Brisbane, and I was staying with her now for five days. Um, and we were talking about our yoga teacher training that we did together in Bali and what we mainly did get out of it and how we changed in this one year since we um, yeah since we experienced this very intense time together and especially in terms of self-love and self-compassion I am very excited to do this and please let me know how you like it lots of fun today with my very dear friend Bianca and we are in Brisbane Australia Australia um, and because we always have very nice conversations we thought that we're going to record a podcast together are you excited I'm so excited are you nervous very really very My throat chakra is. <laughs> is it blocked? It's totally. <laughs> <laughs> And out of practice. Mm, out of practice. But I am, yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited and honored. That's very good. That's very good. So Bianca and I met exactly one year ago. Um, and we did our yoga teacher training together in Bali, in Chenggu, at the practice. Yes. Um, and it was in January last month. So exactly one year ago, we were probably in our third week. We were. Yeah. Preparing for our practicums. Mm, yeah. That was a very interesting time. <laughs> 
No, it was a very, very intense time. And we didn't meet in between. So Bianca left after the yoga teacher training back to Australia. And I was in Bali for another six months and went back to Austria. Yeah, so we were um, separate, separated. Mm. Yeah, for a year. For a year. Separated, yeah. Yeah, and we didn't really talk that much. No. Um, and so we met again after one year. And I have to say we have a very beautiful connection. Mm. And... Yeah, and immediately it was um, very special. And when we saw each other, we were talking a little bit um, about last year and that we changed a lot. Yeah. And that we could also recognize in each other, like you recognized in me and I recognized in you, that um, you or we definitely evolved. Can you say it like that? Absolutely. And how do you think we evolved? Where do we start? <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so do we want to start by saying what, how I saw you evolve? Yeah, maybe. Or individually? Um, however you want. Okay. H however you want, whatever you want to say now. I mean, let's say it like this. Let's say what we are talking about in this episode first. Okay. <clears throat> so we are talking about self-love, self-acceptance and self-compassion. Um, because I really think this is how it starts. And I also would say this was um, probably my greatest issue. Can I say it like that? Yeah. <clears throat> like the thing that you wanted to work on the most. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I really did. I did a lot. And Is that why you went to yoga teacher training? No, or did not you really. did you go to yoga teacher training to become a yoga teacher? No, also not really. Mm. I think I just um, did the yoga teacher training because I thought it's a very good um, foundation. Um to be a life coach and I know I knew I wanted to be a life coach or help other people um, to yeah to make their dreams come true mm. and to help them to listen to their heart so that's what I already knew like one year ago and I, I think I just did it for myself and also to understand the the science behind yoga and the wisdom behind yoga because i think yeah this is also what what like the the meaning or the not the meaning the so why the reason can i say it like the reason yeah the reason for yoga no the what are you trying to say yeah what what is yoga doing like it gets you back to your core yeah Yes, yeah. I was actually just going to say the same thing that <clears throat> before yoga teacher training, it felt like I knew exactly the benefits of what this practice could do. Benefits, that was the word I was looking for. There it is. <laughs> <clears throat> I always knew them through experience, but when I was trying to articulate it to people, 
it's like I I didn't have the understanding and I and I also didn't want to speak about it so much because number one I gained that kind of knowledge through doing it but second of all it's that I actually really didn't understand the science or the history of it Mm. and that's why I was very attracted to Octavio's YTT at the practice yeah so Octavio is the owner of the practice yes he's a co-owner yeah but he is like the the face actually yeah he's the principal yoga teacher yeah And that, yeah, so I really get what you want to say because I also, I mean, I was doing yoga also for like intense yoga for maybe for one year and um, yoga once in a while for two years or something. Um, but I also didn't really understand the science behind it and the tradition, the yoga tradition. Um, I think when I started, I definitely was more body focused because I just saw it as a workout, because I also started with vinyasa yoga. Ah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Molto interessante. Molto interessante. <laughs> um, Bianca is half Italian. And I'm learning Italian from the Austrian, <laughs> who learned Italian for eight years in school. Getting off track here. So I also didn't really know um the yoga tradition much about the yoga tradition but when i went to a few classes at the practice um i realized that all i was learning before about spirituality and self-development is actually exactly what yoga is about and i was very very attracted to that um because it is really about like clearing all the blockages, getting rid of all the layers of all the expectations, of all the limiting beliefs, of everything that is holding you back to be your true self. Yeah. And it also says that um, every one of us has a purpose to be here. A dhar dharma. A dharma, yeah. And what's interesting is, so you would have gone to the practice when you were 29 or 30? 29. 29. And I went as 26 years yeah. on earth. And it's like we had to start the journey to, to pulling those layers off one by one after having been on the earth for that long. So before i went to ytt i was very nervous and very excited and um i'd been wanting to do it for a very very long time and when i got there i felt extremely out of my comfort zone and but i always kind of had this feeling like beforehand i was going to go to the yoga teacher training and you know give it my best and hopefully end up with a certification at the end and then um, I was due to be starting a new job when I came back to Australia straight after. And I thought to myself, oh, I'm going to feel – I had this expectation around how I was going to feel when I returned and almost as though it was going to be <clears throat> the next step to feeling very free. Mm. Um. And I thought that the rest of 2018 would be fairly smooth sailing. 
it would be very, you know, I would have this, these new tools and this information and these skills to be able to really kind of bed down on my own practices. But it went in the complete opposite direction. And I felt like it completely made me feel like I was a snow globe that had been completely shaken up and that every little piece of snow was falling, but I wasn't sure where it was going to fall. Yeah. And, yeah, and it, it, was, it was a really challenging year. It, it really challenged a lot of my belief systems and I also felt somewhat alone being where I was in Brisbane because I guess we spoke about, as you know, you know, holding a normative view of the world and I felt as though when I'd come back I wasn't surrounded by the same energy as what kind of had held me in that circle for the four weeks. Um, so, yeah, I had a very different experience to you. It, it made me feel as though it was the beginning of something very great but something that I still had to really put hard work into. And I think that that inspired me. It inspired me to get a mentor and really be held accountable for sitting my butt down on a mat every day and in the very least, um, yeah, doing a, a short version of my practice every day. And since then I've only missed two days. So, <laughs> But I'm really proud of that. I'm really <laughs> proud of, of that achievement. So, I'm very, very proud of that as well. That is, that is really good. But I think what you are saying, I mean, is what you experience and I – really do experience that as well i think when you start um with um personal development or spirituality then you are getting aware of so many things and you start to question everything that you've learned in your life and and this can be very painful it is because i feel like to a certain degree i was grieving like the person that I was yeah and but still with a lot of uncertainty around where I would be going as well so I've really just tried to remember exactly what Octavio and Karina told us is that you know practice and the answers will hopefully appear or they will appear they were very certain about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true but what do you think what is what is um painful about that journey or about the beginning of the journey. Yeah, what is the painful thing about evolving? My experience with it is that, so I've had 26 years or 27 years now. And during those 27 years, there's been, um, you know, inevitably conditioning that has taken place, be it through, Um, You know, growing up with my mum and my dad, my schooling, the people that I've surrounded myself with, just the natural events that have occurred in my life. And I think that evolution for me has highlighted where I've felt out of alignment. 
Um, and when you think about last year, like at the yoga teacher training, so do you remember what you were struggling with back then? This is basically like having a therapist session. <laughs> Truly, because it's it's funny. I feel as though some moments I really understand what I felt at that point in time and then others I just don't. So let me just take a deep breath and get back into my parasympathetic nervous system. <laughs> so the person that I walked into YTT as was somebody who was well-practiced at being confident but didn't really truly know genuine confidence from the perspective of self-love, from the perspective that I trusted myself, from the perspective that I was humble and appreciative of the person that I was I was being. So I think I've always felt very accepted by the performing Bianca. And then in turn I always felt as though I needed to perform confidence in order to be seen. Um, but obviously I knew deep down that that wasn't the case. It wasn't genuinely who I was. And I think going to YTT um, also highlighted that for me because I walked into a situation and a room or a shala full of people who who had never met me. So they were meeting me for the first time. And I think I had the opportunity to, to be real in that moment. But also I, I had no choice but to be real. So I felt as though... Um, I I was somebody who was still, though, not confident. I was scared to be there. I was nervous to be there. Um, I didn't really believe in my intellectual ability to be able to sit there and take in all of this wisdom and then be able to regurgitate it in the future. I was constantly nervous and not trusting of myself. I really didn't trust myself. Not one bit. And I remember in the in the opening ceremony, so we were there was thirty three of us and we were all in this opening ceremony and um we had to go around and introduce ourselves and say what our names were and where we were from and and the intention that we were working towards or what we were working towards. And I um remembered obviously introducing myself and the very first thing that came to my mind was freedom. It was freedom to be exactly who I was, but I still didn't even know who it was at that point. <laughs> like I knew that there was going to be a lot of work ahead of me to to figure that out because yeah. it's not as though you can just turn self-love on and one day trust yourself. Like that comes through experience. Um, and that was definitely the beginning of it for me. And can you remember, um, like you said, 
I was scared and I was nervous. Can you remember what you were scared of? I was scared of being judged. I was scared of not being accepted. I was scared that everybody would find out the real me and they would see that, you know, perhaps I wasn't very worthy to even be there um, and that maybe I didn't have anything to contribute. And I'm sure many other things. Yeah. Yeah. It was my first time traveling as well on my own. So it was, it was a very scary thing for me. Yeah. This is well and truly out of my comfort zone. And also what is very interesting, like when you start a yoga teacher training, like the picture you have of a yogi or a yoga teacher, like did you sometimes have the feeling that you are probably or maybe not um, in the right spot? Definitely. I remember thinking, going in thinking, even though I, so for me, um, yoga was definitely far more than the asana. So for those of you that don't know, the posture side of yoga, mm. um, which is a whole nother podcast on explaining the complete system yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> But essentially it was, I really genuinely had felt the transformation that it it was able to give um, more so mentally than anything else. Um, but I walked into it thinking, oh, I'm nowhere near flexible enough. I am nowhere near. I can't, I can't do a shoulder stand. Um, you know, I can't do a headstand. So I definitely thought to myself, I'm going to be a complete and utter beginning, beginner in this. Um, but then as soon as kind of Octavio started to introduce, I guess, his view of it, I thought to myself, I am in the exact right space for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can, I mean, I can so relate to this. And also I'm very sure that many people that are listening to it can relate to this. Be because like when you are um, at a workshop or at a group of people you don't know, then I think the fear of judgment is very present very present and the yeah that you're just scared that you probably don't fit in or you're not worthy enough like what you already said what you also said and yeah I think that's really really interesting um because so when I look back um how I felt within myself at this time then Yeah, I also felt that I am not worthy of love and I'm not lovable and probably other people don't really like me because I didn't really, I didn't, I couldn't see what is special about me. And um, especially like when you are with 30 people, 33 people and There are very special people in this room and you can see like what is special about them because you are with those people every day and like the yoga teacher training is very intense um, time because you are surrounded by those people all the time. And like in every group, um, there are some people 
that are very extroverted and then there are some people that are very introverted and you think like if you compare yourself and you definitely do when you are when you are in a group like this um yeah then you just can't see what is special about the other people but yeah back then i couldn't see what it is about me um and i can remember maybe you can remember this but i don't really know what situation it was but there um like we we had a class and i don't i cannot remember what the trigger was but i felt very unworthy and and then maybe so all the other people were sharing their experiences in meditation and i did not have any of these out-of-body crazy experiences um, and I just didn't know if I belong and I felt very lonely um, and then so back then when I felt this way then I just wanted to hide and I just wanted to be alone and I wanted to separate myself because I thought like I am the only one having these negative thoughts and I don't want to share them and I just want to hide in a cave and be by myself. Um, and then I remember that we had, so we had lunch break and then you and I also think Colette. Um, hey Colette. <laughs> um, hey girl. <laughs> girl um you both noticed that something was a bit off with me and you asked like if everything is okay and then i said mm, yeah not really so you noticed immediately that not really everything was okay and then i just shared very honestly and very And I was very vulnerable about what was going on within me. And we had lunch at Shady Shack. And I just remember I felt it, it was so beautiful because like other people around me also opened up and shared um, yeah, their, their thoughts. And they were actually pretty similar to my thoughts. Exactly. And I just thought that I am just alone with all these negative things going on in my head and judging myself and not seeing what is special about me and I just yeah like my the natural thing that I wanted to do is like really being um by myself but what what like if I would just hide in a cave and not share what is going on within me then this just leads to feel very lonely and sad yeah it's interesting because something like that can can trigger you to feel like you want to put these protective walls up around you so that it's almost as though if those walls are there that people can't come in and they can't hurt you even more mm. even though they're not the ones yeah. hurting you yeah 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 um so i i can definitely relate to that um what that also does is that it, it further separates you from it Yes. And by having the open dialogue, obviously we're able to see that we are not separate from one another and yeah. that we all think the same way sometimes. Yeah. And we all have these fears and yeah. feelings. Um, yeah. So I do remember that moment actually uh, yeah. very clearly. 
I remember many conversations actually during that time where we almost were, we needed to bolster each other almost Mm. um, in moments because we really, you could very much tell we were out of our comfort zones and Mm. um, there was a lot of things coming to the surface for both of us. Oh, yeah. Everyone in the group. Yes. But that was also such a, a beautiful experience is is seeing everybody come undone and being there to witness it. Yeah. And because it's such a transformative moment. Oh, yes. In one's life. That's very, very true. So. Yeah. And when I think back of it, like our yoga teacher training, these four weeks were on the one side, like really beautiful and I had a lot of energy and we were doing so many, um, yeah, so much breath work and meditation and asana and all these techniques. And we learned so many beautiful things. But on the other, on the other hand, it was also very, very challenging for me, for probably for, for all of us. Um, but I think like also when I think back, um, to this year then and I made a podcast episode about this like where I'm talking about the whole year 2018 and when I look back at it I had I was going out of my comfort zone so many times like yeah crazy um, and that was very challenging very painful like many things changed for me as well mm-hmm. also friendships changed the people in my life and um yeah but also on the other hand i think it's so beautiful to see like to look back at it and see um what i've learned and how i have grown mm-hmm. and evolved and now that i'm somewhere completely somewhere else and i mean in, like when you look um, um i mean when you, we look at my whole life but also in terms of self-love and self-acceptance self-compassion um yeah it's yeah i've grown a lot and still i mean i think it just never stops like you you it's just a process and over time when you get to know yourself better and um when you start building your um borders mm-hmm. no it's not borders like when you know boundaries, boundaries yes yeah. so when you know what you love and you know what you don't love you say yes to things that you love you say no to things that are not very good for you um mm. and when you're just self-aware and you know more about the person you really are then this is yeah also the way to loving yourself more Definitely. to appreciating who you really are and to not wanting to be someone else mm. anymore to seeing what is special about you. Mm. Like, yeah, how do you see this? Yeah, I mean, I guess um, it was also very much getting out of my comfort zone that kind of initiated me into this self-love 
And I think everybody's comfort zones are different and everybody has different edges. Um, but I think for me personally, over the last six months especially, since I have been meditating every single day, I have been a witness to to that pause that comes about in your life or in your thinking where you do get this like sweet little window of opportunity to rather than react with any kind of thought, you have this window of opportunity mm. where you stop and you actually you get to decide. You get to think to yourself, okay, well, well, rather than all of the other conditioning that I've had over the years that has kind of kept me on autopilot, what do I actually want here? And that, for me, is a really large act of self-love. Mm. Um, but that is not an easy task either sometimes. <laughs> no. So it, it quite often that pause makes you confused and... Um, feeling like you don't quite trust your judgment on things. And I think that that is probably the largest way that I've, my my self-love has changed. So it's definitely been about that stop, pause, thinking about what I actually or sorry feeling about what I actually want out of this Mm. and then honoring myself in that commitment to be able to be brave enough to do it and to go get it can you give an example for that like uh (laughs) like a situation um I guess an example would be on a very surface level Um, is just creating boundaries. So, you know, which this is not a new example to everybody, but when you don't want to actually do something but you're being invited to do it mm-hmm. by very lovingly saying to them, actually, no, this this isn't right. This isn't for me right now. Or, you know, thanks so much for the invitation, but it's not my jam. Um, so just feeling more empowered to not only speak my truth and make up an excuse but actually speak my truth in in having confidence to say no that actually is just not something that's floating my boat right now yeah and also i mean i think it's really like feel into you um yeah and say what is right for you and you we were talking about something yesterday um and i asked you to share it in a second Like when you don't really feel very well within yourself and someone asks you, or it can be a very good friend of yours, someone asks you for your help and you, yeah, you gave a very good example how to um, honor your, yeah. Yeah, so what we were talking about was, um, you know, perhaps you have a friend who is extremely strong in life and, you know, they, they're a natural born leader and you find that, you know, perhaps you're taking advice to them a lot of the time because they've got a lot of wisdom to share and you notice that this friend on this day 
is not feeling or is not at that normal level. So they're not really in their high spirits um, and perhaps they've got something personal, personal that's going, that's happening in their life. And what Simone was talking to me about was, um, you know, the dialogue around having that conversation. And my advice was when you find yourself in a situation, get to the point that <laughs> yourself and you're just like, <laughs> yeah I exactly know what you mean it's like what are yeah. you about, girl? <laughs> no so basically what it was the dialogue was that um it's up it's our responsibility rather than sitting here saying oh you know that person always comes to me and I'm always the rock and they always come to me for the wisdom or um you know for help it's just about being compassionate and stopping and thinking and saying, okay, well, you know, right now this is my responsibility um, to put that boundary in place and to say to them, you know how much I want to be able to help you here right now, um, but I genuinely am not in the space to be able to do so. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to talk about this any further or just really lovingly having that real conversation because – it's it's you teaching them, number one, that, you know, you value yourself and you value your time. And two, that if you value your time, that the time that you actually are giving to them and, and, and helping them and, and, you know, giving that gift of wisdom, that you genuinely are doing it from a real space. Mm. Yeah, that was very well said. And I hope you out there get it as well. And you know, we always, always sometimes think we cannot say what we really want to say because we don't want to hurt the other person's feeling. Mm. But I think you are just hurting the other person's feeling much more when you are not sharing what is really going on within you. Mm. Um, and I think it's just so beautiful if you can have a very honest and vulnerable conversation with a friend. Absolutely. And I think it's even like a step before that is set that up with your friends. You know, yeah. if you have friends that you're like, you, you're like, I'm keeping you around for a long time. You know, we have a really great connection um, then there is obviously going to be points of differences. And I think setting that up by having a conversation in a way that's very natural to your friendship, by just saying like, you know, I'm, I'm really open to you having a real conversation with me. You know, I'm happy to hear your point of view and I'm happy to talk it out. Um, and perhaps doing that in a time where it's not emotionally charged with something that's gone wrong is of benefit. Mm. to the friendship oh yeah it's definitely a benefit and i mean just try it out and i really really think it is the ingredient to a very very deep friendship and also to a very deep relationship so if you are yeah so if you um yeah like vulnerability really connects you on a 
very, very, very deep level. Because often we, th we think that we know what is going on in the other person's mind, but we don't know unless we really ask and unless we are really interested and unless we really share what is going on in our mind. And then, and this is what we also said before, like connection really builds upon vulnerability, like real connection. And we were also talking about this word connection today. And it mean, means so much, like, because, in, in fact, I really do believe that we humans, we all have the exact same needs on a very deep level and I was talking about that before and I really do believe it's the need to be loved and to belong um, and this is like the foundation this need um, of everything that we do unconsciously definitely we're, we're definitely wired to be to have connection we want to be able to see another human being and and truly allow them to see us for who we are. Yeah. And we've all experienced, you know, perhaps a friendship that, you know, you think that there's a bit of a connection and it's it's pretty surface level and, and it's totally okay to be that. But you know also when you experience a very deep connection with somebody and it's sacred and you just they they inspire you to show up as the very very best person that you can be mm. yeah so beautiful. and that's not to say that it's going to be peaches and cream because it ain't <laughs> oh no um most of the time they're probably gonna hold up a very big shiny mirror to your face oh my god um but it's it's such oh god it's such a beautiful And what Such do you a beautiful think, connection. Like, what do you think, like first, what does it mean to hold a very shiny big mirror um, in front of you? And what also, what is the benefit of that? Mm. So I think that particularly if, if this is somebody who's taken the time to really spend quality time and get to know you, if they maybe hear something that you're talking about, um, that they even know, well, hang on a minute, this actually isn't in your value set or um, this is out of character, that they will hold that mirror up to you. So they'll open a dialogue with you and talk to you about it. Or maybe it's that, you know, they know that um, you want to do and strive for certain things in your life and they hold that shiny big mirror up to you and they keep you accountable to it. So they say, but hang on a minute, I'm going to remind you that this is this is what you wanted. So, and I think the benefits of that is that, number one, they they know you, they're listening to you, they know where you want to go, um, and they're checking in on it. They're not just at surface level saying, oh, yeah, that's really great that, you know, you want to meditate and, oh, yeah, good, That's there's so many benefits to that. You know, they know deep in your core that this is a practice that you want to embed in your life every single day. So they're going to ask you about it. They're going to ask you how it felt. They're going to ask you how many times you're doing it. Um, and that's that's only a very, very small example. There's there's far larger things that can be held up in that mirror. But um, I mean, I think this is one side of the mirror, like the proactive side probably of the mirror but there is also um 
aside, like when you, for example, feel offended by anything that the other person is doing, yeah. um, then this is also holding up a mirror in front of you, right? Definitely. So it's like, yeah, it's it's saying, well, why why am I triggered by that? If you if you are fairly mature in that kind of self awareness, if you if you're at that point then you are kind of going, okay, well, why am I being triggered by this right mm. now? Um, and it's more insight into yourself, like why is this triggering me? Yeah. Um, because obviously then that can lead on to so many other things because obviously reaction and actions come out of that. So if, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes um, we do – feel like, like when we are triggered by something then the first reaction we would um that would come and that also leads back to the thing that you said before like meditation and yoga gives you that space between the trigger and the reaction and this yeah this is actually it like this space you need that space to dive inwards and to ask yourself like what is this telling me and to because reaction is always focused on the things that are happening outside of you like what you would do without that space is probably judging that person or like saying or feeling like okay this person is doing something that is wrong or this person is not fulfilling my um um what expectations and therefore i am angry or i am sad or i am um Do you understand what I mean? Definitely, definitely. I think like, that it it gives you the power. It gives you the power back, actually, in these moments, oh, that yes. space. So it's basically yeah. like rather than, you know, this kind of thought coming in or this action coming in and it's going through all of your programming and then it's coming out a certain way mm -hmm. and we all have been in that situation. We can oh all relate to that. And we are still sometimes so i also want to say that like yeah because oh. <laughs> so we are not free from any judgment not at all not at all um we were actually talking about that as well but look there could be several podcasts that come out of something like this but essentially it gives you back the power to to decide um to decide exactly what you want in that moment yeah exactly what, what you want person you want to be definitely Because I think something that you can get out of this as well is like if you have expectations, like how do you want a friend to be like? How do you want a partner to be like? How do you want anyone else to be like? Then you have to be exactly this person. Mm -hmm. you, can you cannot expect something, someone else to be like something, but you are just the opposite. Definitely, yeah. I think um, that if if you were with somebody who was stating expectations and and their example was different, then I would I would definitely encourage everybody to um to just stop and have a think about that. Mm. Yeah, breathe and meditate. Meditate on it, <laughs> Octavio. <laughs> meditate on it. Dash, Octavio. No. <laughs> But do you think? Uh, I mean, so when I look back at this conversation we're having right now then i think what you can get out of this is that vulnerability is um a key to self-love do you agree with that absolutely 
Absolutely. Because you're able to be real and raw in those moments and the right people will see that and love that and adore that. And those that aren't meant to be there will not be there. Yes, exactly. So it's it's a pretty good filter. It is. Oh, my God. It's such a good filter. But, you know, when I look back at this year and I was very vulnerable, very honest um, with, yeah, with my closest friends, with, with a lot of people. I, actually, I think I'm pretty on, honest and vulnerable with almost every person that is coming into my life. And this definitely has helped me to love and accept myself so much more um, because of two ways. So the one thing is that I've realized that I'm not alone with my thoughts and with my feelings. And I think many people think that, yeah, we're just alone with our worries, with our fears, with our self-doubts. But when you start sharing your fears and your self-doubts and your worries, then you just realize that every person has fears. Um, And it can be different fears, but I think it most of the time comes back to the same fears. For example, the fear of judgment or the fear of... um, the fear of failing, which also leads to the fear of judgment, actually. I think fear of judgment is a very big fear that we all have. Because it leads to separation. And it leads to the fear of not being lovable or the fear of not being worthy of love. And this, again, comes back to the fear, uh, to the need to be loved and to need to be to, to belong. Yeah. It all makes sense. Um, so this is the first thing. And also the second thing why vulnerability, being honest, really helped me to love myself more is like that you, like you said, yeah, when, when people or when you feel that people love the real you and people are going to tell you, well, this is exactly why I love you mm-hmm. or this is exactly what I love about you. And and then you think like, oh, interesting. I never really thought about that. And maybe this is really cool about me. Um, and also when you share. So what is also very, very beautiful because we are drawn to negative things. And so we humans. And it's called negativity bias. And most of the time we just see what is going wrong in our lives and what is negative about any situation. Um, But when you start looking at the positive things, and this also has to do a lot with gratitude, um, but when you are telling the people around you, the people that you love, what you love about them, and what you are, sh- when, yeah, when you just share what you love about each other and what you value about each other, um, yeah, then this could be, this is a very, very, very beautiful practice to connect on a very deep level and also, yeah, to really see what is very special about you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so yesterday, for example, we were sharing um, three things. So first we were sharing three things. Um, each of us was sharing three things that 
we love about our body and three things that we love about our personality. And then we were saying three things about each other. So I was saying three things that I love about Bianca, about her body, and three things that I love about her personality. And that was so, so beautiful. It was. It was very special. And I think um, in the moment it was – so you said before that we said th something that we loved about ourselves and mm. then also something that we loved about each other. And I think that that's a very important order as well for it to go in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, being that obviously you're able to look within to be able to see what it is that you actually really do dig about yourself. You know, I think for a long time it hasn't been very well accepted in society to stop and say, actually, this is my strength. This is what I'm good at. This is the natural talent that I have been gifted in this life. Mm. Um, instead, we all kind of want to pick out the pieces of us that perhaps aren't that great. Um, but also we might, we might even do that to seek validation sometimes mm. in that. Mm. Um, but I think it was very beautiful for me. So when, when I picked Simone up from the airport the other day and, you know, I was, I was, I was thinking to myself, what's this going to be like? You know, a whole year has passed and um, we really connected at the YTT. And and I thought to myself, you know, is it going to be different? Is it going to be the same? Obviously, the environment's different and the whole situation and scenario is different. And it was just so beautiful because when I picked her up and I gave her a big hug, her warmth was, was still there. Um, but it was... It was a different – it was a different type of warmth. And, um, you know, we kind of got in the car and we'd put all of the luggage in the car and <laughs> and we were adjusting to each other. And it was just so beautiful to see this human that, you know, I, I saw on so, being so vulnerable last year um, – Really, yeah. I want. I want to use the word "grow," even though I feel as though it's it's totally overused. But I saw the growth in her, and it's like she, yeah, she was radiating this 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 love within herself, and this this comfort. But it was more from a very stable platform. You could see that it was it was built through experience, you know, not just knowledge learnt. Um, and it was just really beautiful to see <laughs> and to feel and to be around. And it was very beautiful to see that not only was our connection the same, but I think even better. Yeah. And even deeper. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, such a beautiful moment. <laughs> yeah, that is very, very true. Yeah. And it's funny that you are sharing that. We were not talking about this we before. Weren't. We were um, not. But when I was in a plane, I also had the same thoughts. And I was like, hmm. So I'm staying um, with Bianca now for <laughs> five, five or six days. And yeah, I also don't know how it's going to be like. And. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's just so normal that you're having these thoughts. Yeah, because we were, yeah, we were really not seeing each other for one year, and we were also not talking no. actually for no, one year. Um, but yeah, it's a love story. It is right here. <laughs> You should see us dance in the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, um, I really, really do believe that you, every person that is coming into your life is coming into your life for a reason. And I really do believe when you try to show up as the person you want to be and as the person you really are, And sharing your vulnerability, then, yeah, you just attract people that value yourself, yourself, yourself exactly the way you are. And I mean, this is just something you have to experience for yourself because mm -hmm. I think it's not easy, yeah, to really <clears throat> share how it feels like. But it's very beautiful. It is, and it and it opens you up to even more, like juicy goodness in a mm. in a friendship or a relationship mm. um yeah it gives you it gives you a, a far greater opening to deepen like to go even deeper yeah and oh, yeah. that is just so satisfying it is what do you think for you like what means self love to you and why do you think it is so important in term maybe in terms of relationships and friendships or anything mm. um self self love for me most definitely is honoring honoring myself yeah so not 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 doing something because somebody else wants me to do something but really freaking wholeheartedly doing something because Yeah, I want to do it. And it means to me like, yeah, looking in the mirror and thinking to myself, I'm really proud of you. Like, yes, the other day you made a mistake or, you know, oh, that was really, that was a really great achievement. But through it all, still looking at myself and saying, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to practice self-compassion here. Um, you know, maybe I didn't show up the way I wanted to, but what am I going to take from it? What am I going to learn from it? And and really committing to making sure that you do learn from it. That's self-love. Um, but yeah, self-love to me is 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 pretty much honoring honoring things like doing the things that bring me the closest to where I where I want to be, and not from a not from a place of selfishness but from a place of being able to show up as the best possible version and executing from that space. Mm. Yes. And um, what, what does self-love mean to you? It, it means so many things. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely agree with everything that you said. Um. I really do believe it means knowing yourself and knowing what you love 
knowing what you don't love and doing more of the things you love and doing less of the things you don't love. Mm. Yeah, also self-love means to me that you know where you are good at. Um, so you appreciate how far you've come. Um, but also to know what what else you want to learn and where else you want to grow. Mm. And self-compassion, like you said, oh, that's just so important that, yeah, you really try to not judge yourself and value where you are at the moment and still see that you are a human um, and that you are probably making mistakes but also detaching from that so seeing the person that you really are and understanding that you didn't make the best choice maybe in this moment but not um, judging yourself for that and the next time showing up as the person you really want to be and also it's just trusting yourself you know like looking back at the moments where you were showing up as the best version of yourself as the human you want to be um, and remembering these moments and when you are fearful and when you are anxious or when you um, don't really believe in yourself yeah remembering these situations and trusting in yourself that everything is yeah happening for you and that you are able to deliver when you need to deliver and so i can show i can share an example with that because when we did um the workshop in Berlin, when I did the workshop with Valerie in Berlin about self-love and connecting to your heart, then, um, yeah, we were a little bit scared the day before and we prepared um, very well. Every, so we, we prepared everything very, very well. Um, but there were moments where we just were scared that um, we forget what to say and we cannot fulfill the expectations of the people that bought a ticket and that came to us, came to see or came to be part of our workshop. Um, but then Valerie or and, and I, I think we reminded us, like I reminded her when she forgot and she reminded me when I forgot that you can trust yourself or we can just trust ourselves that in this moment when you need to show up, you are showing up. And you are not letting yourself down. Because when you need to be there, you, you are just able to be there. Yeah. For yourself, for another person, for whatever yeah, you really want to do. Yeah. And just this yeah, trust and believe in yourself, I think it's, is also what self-love is to me. That was very beautiful. <laughs> I was thinking um, as you were saying that that um, I think a lot of a lot of what we've spoken about today we've kind of come back to that same thing of this you know pausing, stopping, yeah, 
beforehand. And perhaps what we're able to do is is give the listeners um, a technique that they would be able to take away yeah. from yeah, great. Um, to really stop. So if you find yourself reacting or if you find yourself or you're just wanting to begin to start getting that space in your mind, um, there's a very, very beautiful um, pranayama technique called Savitri mm. Pranayama. And it is pranayama. What is pranayama? Okay, thank you. (laughs) You have to know that Bianca is sitting here with her 1,000 books in front of her (laughs) just just for the right moment to get the wisdom out of her books into the mic. (laughs) But actually, she has everything she needs within herself. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Um, She's right. I am sitting here with my thousands of books. only because this tradition is 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 complex and so it should be because it contains a lot of transformative power so yes so thank you for grounding me <laughs> in in educating the people on what pranayama actually is so pranayama is breath work it's just breath work it is just breath it's work. just the science of your breath and you yes. can, you can, of course you do know. So what it is, like when you are stressed, when you're experiencing fear, I mean, you explained it to me like one day ago. <laughs> when you are experiencing fear or anxiety or stress or whatever it is, then you are in your, in your sympathetic nervous system. And breath helps you to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So you are um, getting from this fight and flight response into the rest and digest mode and this is actually what um helps you to get from this reacting response into the pause where you can decide what you really want to do oh my goodness i just get so excited talking about Breathwork. I really do like when you were giving that example just then. I just like got very excited. Yeah, that's really good. Um, Yeah, because I just think that it is like the most incredible thing ever. Why do you think so? And I mean, they're really surface level words and don't do it justice at all. But it's just like it is the first thing we do. It's the last thing we do. We all know that. Mm. And I think that, yeah. When you begin, when you begin to consciously breathe, you just begin to understand a lot about your body. Yeah. It brings about a very informative self-awareness. Um, and it obviously, so in, oh, I feel like I feel like we can't explain this. We can't talk about this because it's without explaining the complete system of what it is and how. Um, yoga, the asana side of, of yoga is there to clear the blockages. You know, it's to prepare the landscape. And then you move into a pranayama, so a breathing technique that basically prepares your mind for meditation. Mm. Um, and that's very dependent on the energy that you want to cultivate in your body and, and the direction that you would like that to go into. But... We can't go into that now. 
and we we did four weeks of of learning this system and that still was not enough um so if you you genuinely do want any more information i would just go no no you know what i because um you know i'm planning to do two podcast episodes a week and i want to do uh one about like one either solo episode or with anyone together like we're doing now and then the second episode should be a short episode where i am either showing you a pranayama technique or a guided meditation or just a very short wisdom bump and what we're doing now is that um, we are actually finishing this episode with our last words maybe bianca you can just uh, explain the pranayama that we are doing and then we are doing a separate episode with the pranayama technique um, that you can like it's going to be a guided pranayama technique from Bianca that is going to be like 10 minutes or so um, and can you please maybe explain what the pranayama technique is going to be And what it is going to help you with. Okay, so Savitri Pranayama um, is one of the most grounding but yet balancing breathing techniques. Um, and it is, it is known to be that there is no other breath that qu quite seriously offers such supreme balance to the nervous system and the mind. So it really helps you when you, for example, feel anxious, when you feel stressed, when you feel fearful, when you feel angry. Um, yeah, all these emotions, actually. And even without all of the emotions is if you just want to get yourself in to condition yourself more to be able to have that space in between, you know, thought and reaction. Yeah. This is a breath that is going to help you do that. Yeah. Yeah, because it really helps you to connect to yourself and to your inner wisdom. Um, but I am very sure that you're going to feel what it does to you when you, after you've done it. Um, and yeah, so I think this is how we are going to end this episode. But it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. It's definitely not. No, no. Um, I think what I would like to do is just to um, be very cliche and express gratitude for you. Mm. Yeah. Because um, Sue Simone has been here for how many days? Four days. Four to five days. Yeah. And we have been really laughing, like, to the very depths of our bellies. And... Um, been having a lot of conversations that have been extremely fulfilling for me. And I just really want to say thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, you're a very, very beautiful human being. And very decent. And we're cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are so cliche. <laughs> so cliche. But you know what? Yeah. That's okay. That is okay. No, yeah. I also want to... So I'm receiving it. I'm receiving <laughs> it. I am receiving it. 
No, thank you very much for saying that. Thank you. And yeah, I want to say the same about you. <laughs> really. It, yeah, I'm just so grateful for having you in my life and for the connection we both have. Yes. And for, yeah, just laughing with you and having very deep conversations with you and for your wisdom that you are sharing and for the perspective that you are giving to me. Mm. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, thank you. <laughs> okay, <Molto> but... So <laughs> interessante. Molto interessante. So with this um, love bomb, we yeah. are going... Are we ending this episode or is there this another is surprise it. coming? No, coming? this is it. This is it. So this is it. Um, I hope you get something out of this. And I hope you're going to love Bianca as much as I do. Because she's very, very good in choosing very wise words. Um, and you also have to know that she was, she's very much out of her comfort zone at the moment. And she's very nervous about this. But I think she, you did a very good job. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> so maybe we are going to have her on. On the show again. On the show again. <laughs> okay, so lots of love from us to you from Brisbane. Yeah, big love. Big, big love. Big love, people. And talk to you very, very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao. 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 <laughs>